Hello, you're listening to the Raphael Letters. My name is Gabriel Dantes, and as always, I'll be reading a letter from the Archangel Raphael to a guardian angel named Shariel, who's protecting a young woman named Sarah. Today, in Raphael Letter number 8, the Archangel is writing about how to experience true rest in our lives. After the letter, we'll read through meditation questions to help us better internalize the spiritual truths contained within the letter. Stay tuned on Sundays for new episodes, and be sure to click the follow button to not miss out. Click on the link in the show notes, www.gmdantes.com forward slash the Raphael letters to read the entire letter and follow along. While you're on my website, I also encourage you to take a look at my children's book series called Arya's Adventures. You can get the first few chapters of that book for free on my website. Hope you enjoy them. Now, without further ado, let us read Raphael Letter Number 8, True Rest. Most Beloved Shariel, I see from your letter that Sarah is still struggling with anxiety and trust, even though she is spending time in daily prayer and she is focused on trying to trust God with her unique mission. I suspect I know the reason why, for I see one thing absent in your letters which I realize you have yet to mention. You have yet to tell of how Sarah is entering into her day of rest. I see the absence of that rest in her, and you must lead her to true rest. There is a reason why the third commandment of the Lord is to keep holy the Sabbath. Unfortunately, as you may have guessed, the enemy has clouded the minds and hearts of men as to the true importance of this. Always he has succeeded in leading God's children to a life of slavery. In Egypt, they were enslaved and unable to rest on the Sabbath. And from that day until now, humans have allowed themselves to be enslaved by their work, even if they are their own masters, for they do not possess their own businesses, they are possessed by them. Humans who do have an employer often blame their exhaustion on their employer. While there is some truth to that, the reality is that men make themselves exhausted because that is the expectation of the spirit of this world, and all men are influenced by that evil spirit. It is like a grand musical conductor, and the demons echo the horrible chant of the spirit of this world as they cry, Do more, do more, do more. Will the chant of it never end? So, as you can see, there is a need for you to encourage Sarah to rest, both on Sundays and in the evenings. The problem is that men have forgotten what it even means to rest. They have been so conditioned by the spirit of this world that they have mistaken true rest for numbing. Numbing, as I have already written, is something humans do to distract themselves from their present anxieties. It serves only to lead to greater emptiness, depression, and anxiety. True rest, however, leads to peace, joy, and love. It is almost amazing that humans cannot tell the difference. 
but we are not embodied creatures as they are, and must have compassion on them in their particular weaknesses. Because humans are composite beings made of flesh and spirit, they require rest in many different modalities in which to experience true rest. For they are composed of mind, body, heart, and spirit. Thus, they must experience first, sleep, second, silence or music that leads to a relaxed mind, third, emotional connection with others, and fourth, worship. First, they must receive physical rest and sleep. I know how obvious this must seem to you, sister, but be assured that there are many humans who assume that they can go without a restful night's sleep, and Christians are often the worse at it. For they consider it their Christian duty and keep themselves busy at it. Then they tell themselves, Christ will give me the grace to do this. While Christ, in his abundant mercy, does give grace to those who ask him out of their need, he will not give grace to those who in their pride say, No, I am different from the rest of humanity who needs eight to nine hours of sleep. I only need five to six hours. Or even four. Indeed, Christ, who is all just, will let those who are so proud be crushed by the weight of their own folly, that they might stumble and come to repentance. Be ready to console those that fall, and lead them into the true rest that Christ is calling them to. Second, you must encourage Sarah to set aside time for silence. This is quite difficult, as the enemy has done so much in this era of the world to create an unending cacophony of noise. We have intercepted enemy communications, and we are certain that this is a primary goal. Unfortunately, now, there is little need for that intel, for their goal has never been more achieved. Never have I seen so much noise. There are car horns blaring, industrial machines grinding away, cell phones ringing, train wheels pounding against steel, tractors moaning, printers constantly running, people in the midst of a crowd shouting to be heard, and the constant blaring of telephones and alarms. And I have not gotten to the worst noise of these devices, for there has been a new development in the world of machines that creates more visual noise than all of them combined. This machine is called by men the smartphone. Certainly I would be remiss if I did not mention the goodness that all these devices have served in the transmission of the gospel and in the development of human thriving. The printing press alone has transformed the world, and there are any number of medical devices which have been used to save lives and relieve human suffering. Smartphones have also been utilized to transmit the gospel and contact an ambulance. But it is undeniable from our intel that these machines have been utilized quite effectively by the enemy to constantly bombard humans. And their principal machine of choice has undeniably been the smartphone. 
I wish I could write further on the spiritual effects of smartphones, but I suspect that it will take an entire letter to explain the spiritual effects of them. So, until then, be sure to lead Sarah to silence and be on guard against the tactics of the enemy. The third way that you must guide Sarah to experience rest is emotional rest. You must lead her to that great joy of knowing and being known by another person. While this is one of the deepest desires of men, the enemy knows that humans are spiritually stronger and happier when they are united and connected. Thus, these demons seek always to isolate them, and your opponent will try to make Sarah fear being vulnerable with others. But you must embolden Sarah's heart with the desire to open her heart up to her friends and family. It is only then that her soul can know the emotional rest of knowing and being known by another person. Finally, you must lead Sarah to experience spiritual rest, that is, worship. This is the most misunderstood by the humans, and this will also take another letter to explain about the great spiritual blessing, which is the wedding feast of the Lamb. There is so much that could be written that seven letters is not enough to exhaust this beautiful mystery. I only wish humans could see what we see so clearly. I wish they knew the majesty of his glory and the power of his light. I wish they could see and feel the burning furnace of love that they enter into when they worship. I wish they could hear the chorus of music that would make the most majestic songs of men seem mundane in comparison. Unfortunately, the earthly reality rarely reflects the heavenly one. Still, pious souls will see past the bad homily and the discordant music and see the majesty that is before them in the Mass. Above all, then, you must lead her deeper into the mystery that awaits her. You must echo to her the words that he is saying to every Christian who is working restlessly in the world. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Servant of his healing spirit, Raphael. I hope you enjoyed this letter titled, True Rest. In it, we learned about the four different ways that we can experience rest as a human. Through sleep, through vulnerability, through silence, and through worship. The point of these letters is to bring some spiritual awareness to what is going on around us. To help us enter more fully into these letters and their unique themes, I've composed the following meditation questions, which you can find on my website. While well, I encourage you to write down your answers to these questions in a notebook to help you engage in them, I recognize that not everyone has the time or freedom to do that. So, if that's the case, then as you listen, I recommend paying particular attention to your answers. 
Perhaps say them out loud if you are alone, or repeat them to yourself in your mind. The purpose of this is in order to create greater awareness of our guardian angels throughout the day and week, that we might do what St. Paul encouraged us to do, pray without ceasing. Let us reflect on those questions. What is the spiritual reality that I am now more aware of having read this letter? What is something I could say to my guardian angel right now? Is there something specifically I could thank them for? What is a struggle I wish my guardian angel could help me more with? Guardian angel, can you help me more with this, please? Please pray for me on my behalf that God's grace might be poured into me to aid me with this. After looking at this letter, what behaviors might I have to change? Or what sins do I need to repent of? Do I give myself at least eight hours of sleep every day? If I need to wake up at a certain time every day, what time do I need to go to sleep to get eight and a half hours? God, please help me to care for myself and get the daily sleep that I need. Do I set aside time for silence, relaxing music, time in nature, or reflective reading? When can I set aside 15 to 30 minutes of time for this each day? God, please give me the grace to remove all distractions and rest in this silence. Do I set aside time to connect with those that are dear to me? Who is someone who I can try to connect with this week? God, please help me to connect and grow in friendship with this person. Do I remain focused while at Mass and try to understand what mystery I am entering into? What can I do during Mass to participate more? God, please help me to see what is so clear to the angels. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O God, who in your unfathomable providence are pleased to send your holy angels to guard us, hear our supplication as we cry to you, that we may always be defended by their protection and rejoice eternally in their company. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, 
who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side, to light, to guard, to rule, to guide.